Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today are Louis D'Souza and Anne-Marie Young. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Okay, it's decided. We're going to start off with a dumb joke today. And it goes like this. It's really, really stupid. And it's only going to make sense if you're actually watching the video. So I'll have to explain to people afterward what it is that's going on. Because 99% of the people aren't watching the video. But anyway, here it is. What's black and white and orange all over? It's LOA today because Louie and I are wearing orange suits and Amory's wearing her zebra suit. This is great. <laughs> Oh my god! I Sorry, I guys. Could... I just, I just didn't get the memo. That's all right. No, no, it worked perfect. You gave me this really dumb joke to start the show with. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You know, see, we all have our roles to play. That's good. But uh, hey, how you guys doing? Excellent, and you? Excellent. I like that. Excellent is a good thing. How about you, Emery? I'm very good, thank you. Very good yeah. indeed. Hey, there we go. So we got some good stuff going on here. I, I have a. A beginning of a topic today. I don't know if this is actually where we end up talking throughout the show, but it's a starting point. Um, there was, I, I, I actually don't do as much on social media as I was doing previously simply because I haven't had time to do it. Uh, but today I decided to just take a few minutes because after all, we're in the off season here in the gardening business. So I don't have to be doing all that every day. And like I was telling Louie before the show, I'm looking forward to not having to do it again in the future, but that's another story. We'll get to that later on. Uh, <laughs> but in terms of what's going on right, right at this moment, I took a little time to answer a question that somebody posted on Facebook. I just kind of do it on a whim periodically. Um, today, a question popped up about, I don't remember the exact wording of the question was, but it was along the lines of, well, what about, what, what, what do you think happens uh, where the law of attraction is concerned or does the law of attraction even apply where curses and black magic and, you know, wish doctors and all this kind of stuff, where, where, where all that uh, occult type area um, comes into the picture? And I expressed the opinion that, well, if you believe that it will affect you, then you're right. And if you believe that it won't affect you, then you're right. And that got some nice likes. But I got one young woman who sent me, she, she, she uh, liked it with, with a sad face. In other words, she didn't like it. And then she left a comment and the comment that she met left basically said that black magic and curses and so forth are very real for large chunks of the population around the world. And they're real for a reason, not having nothing to do with what you're thinking about. I said, Oh, well, this makes for an interesting conversation. Let's see where we can go with that. So I'll, I won't go into the details about what I said, but she basically made that argument. And I, when I asked, when I kind of gently pushed her on it, her opinion deeper down was, well, we're all driven by the subconscious mind, and this is all subconscious stuff and genetic. She argued that it was both subconscious and genetic. And so I asked her, what did she mean by subconscious? What, what, does, what, what does subconscious mind mean to her? And to her, it means all the stuff that we're programmed with when we're growing up. So let's just start with that as a starting point. And rather than me just tell you what I answered to her, I'm curious to know what you guys would say to her. How would you address somebody who is re raising what, from her perspective, is a very serious question? Louis, do you want to start that one? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to sit back this one. <laughs> but because of the subject matter, I can probably 
Um, chat about it. So, question being, will it affect you if you have no real belief in it? Um, right. And in fact, I actually, I posed it almost exactly that way to her. I said to her, are you talking about you don't believe that it's going to have an effect on you? Somebody tries to do something and it has an effect on you. Is that what you're trying mm -hmm. to suggest? She said, yes. That's what she was arguing for. So let, let's bring in my example again. What happened to me was okay. I, I woke up and <clears throat> I couldn't move any muscle in my body. And there was this big black force on my chest mm -hmm. holding me in place so that I couldn't move. No matter how hard I was wide awake, I couldn't physically move anything. The more I tried to move anything, the more I was frozen in place. So what I did was I relaxed and I let source energy flow through me because I thought, well, I can do nothing. So let me call on my source energy and let it flow through me. So source energy started flowing through me, blew this black force away completely and scared the bejesus out of me more than the black force did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first of all, I was brought up in Africa and this happened in Africa. Um, just to uh, a backfiller many, many years later, I, was chatting to a Nigerian who said, oh, my God, that's exactly how witch doctors, if they are paid by somebody, will go and kill somebody. That is their method, their default way of going to kill you. So if Joe Bloggs goes and pays the witch doctor to kill this person, then that is the kind of thing that will scare them into, into death. So I found out that this was a black magic attack against me many, many, many years later, which I managed to thought simply because, um, first of all, I wanted to talk about the aspect of it affected me, even though I didn't believe it. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> why it probably didn't kill me was because I wasn't programmed like this is a typical attack. So I wasn't scared of it. Mm. Okay. So I didn't have all the, the, um, what, what I would call active vibrations out there of those who understand this stuff and it's scared of it and have worked with it and live with it because I know Nigerians and Ghanaians, for example, live with this kind of stuff daily. And if they, they, they learn to tune into their source energy to protect themselves. Um, from quite a young age, and they have some tremendous, amazing experiences that you have no idea of. Um, the stories I've heard, many, many, many of them. <clears throat> um, these guys have learned to protect themselves with source energy, um, pure energy, energy that is um, from the source. So in other words, source is pure positive energy, and with that energy, it can completely protect you. So, so let's so, talk, let's talk for just a second to drill down on that one point, because I think we need to define what we're talking about when we say, I call on source energy. I, I, I use source energy to, to do it. How'd you do that? What did you actually do? Well, I said, I opened myself up to God, source energy and my own higher power. Those are the kind of words I use slightly mm -hmm. differently, but I'll, I'll, Sure. Just, just to make it more general for everybody, I could have said, as if I was a Christian, I would have said I've called on the Holy Spirit. If I mm -hmm. was somebody who follows Ekenkar, I would have said I'm 
call um, are called the Ek, which is um, Bani or Source Energy, or there's there's a million and one other names of different religions of what they call the Source Energy. Um, <clears throat> the reason why I like Source Energy is it's it's non-religious. There's not a religion that uses that word specifically that I know of. Abraham X isn't a religion, so I wouldn't. No, they're considered to be too wacky to be a religion. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, so there are uh, people who can access these powers and use them to um, good effect and strong effect. But somebody who has not been brought up and indoctrinated and watched their aunt being killed with one of these and their brother and their lover and and all the rest of it, then um, you don't have as much fear, which is focus on what you don't want about the subject, which will hamper you when you're in that situation trying to get out of it. So the people, when, when, when this lady was saying around the world, a lot of this is, is, is very real to them, and it is real because it happens in their culture con consistently. Now, in London, and I imagine most of America, if somebody said this happens to them, they was like, oh, come on, you're talking rubbish. And that alone by itself will protect them. There are going to be certain areas. For instance, uh, I'm thinking in certain areas of New Orleans, there, there's a, a fairly strong belief in the black voodoo. Magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are certain areas that will be m more susceptible to having the full whack of the experience happen to them. Mm -hmm. um, again, it depends on the individual's level of awareness, their own spiritual strength or spiritual strength. I will, t I will redefine in Abraham Hicks terms is your alignment with source energy. The more aligned you are, the less you're going to be affected with these things. The more you focus on what you want and less what you don't want, the less you're going to be affected by um, the black forces. So, <clears throat> Um, you learn things along the way if you are in the black magic world. Um, things like if somebody's trying to hypnotize you, if you stare at their third eye instead of staring them in the eyes or anywhere else, they might even become hypnotized. <laughs> okay. so you, Interesting you, you, way of, de of defending yourself. <laughs> yes. So you start learning um, defense mechanisms when you're in this world, and so they go on, and you know, so they layers and layers and layers of those kind of defenses, putting salt around your body in a circle, blah, 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 and fish paste. So there's, there's thousands of them, okay? And a lot of them work. I mean, salt is a very purifying, energetically, a substance. <clears throat> It does help keep negative energy away. It's pretty well known fact for, for those in the know. <laughs> um, so you, you get, <clears throat> if, if you're in that world, you learn certain things that will protect you. Um, Christians will learn to open themselves up to the Holy Spirit, um, which will protect them. Um, and Jesus, I'll call on Jesus, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> so. Different people have different um, experiences and different um, dimensions, you know. And, and again, I'm, I have no idea who attacked me or why, mm. <laughs> or who would have hated me so much to get a witch doctor to attack me. Um, but I was on a spiritual path at the time, and I was um, 
strongly aligned to it and I'd had some incredible experiences. So um, automatically I would, I called on, on that area where I was um, involved with. So, you know, everybody to, to say that those forces and are not out there and that people can't tap into them is, is, is ridiculous. It's as this lady says, it's not what a lot of people's experience is. Um, but, most people in England um, and America are not going to be easy to attack that way because they simply don't believe it. Um, uh, but again, you know, even I didn't believe it at the time and I wasn't brought up in a family or an environment that talked or even spoke or even had any experiences of that, but I was still attacked. Do you believe you attracted the attack? I must have on some level, yes. And you, you attract an attack in two different ways. <clears throat> One is if you're vulnerable on some level or another. If you're not vulnerable, you can't even attack you. They can't even begin to attack mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. um, the other one, <clears throat> the other one is really somebody is just a lot more powerful than you. <laughs> um, and, you know, maybe I pissed off the maid at the time or something. I don't know. I really don't know. Because I know she was into black magic because every time her, her son was sick, she used to take him to the witch doctor and the witch doctor used to burn cigarettes onto his stomach. I, she showed me all the burn marks on his stomach and that would, that would heal him. And because of her belief, it worked. Because of the witch doctor's belief and her belief, the combination of those, it worked. Sun was fine. Um, Except for some burn marks on the stomach. Yeah, I mean, hey, who cares? The kid's alive, burn mark. Well, I think a lot small, of people in this small price would to care. play. <laughs> a, whole, a whole bunch of people would care. A lot of people would call it child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, Africa's a different world. It's, uh, you, you can't, <laughs> until you've lived through a few attacks and these kind of um, experiences and seen the power of the witch doctors, you don't really understand it. <laughs> She's sitting on the sidelines with a really, um, uh, a very, uh, just, just, you just, just haven't involved yourself with it and you don't really get it. You know, it's like certain subjects, some you just don't know. And, you know, like programming, like, you're, you know, you probably know programming, but let's say Anne-Marie doesn't know programming. It's just a different world. I mean, unless you involve yourself with the vibration of programming, you just don't really understand it. <clears throat> Which makes a lot um, of sense to me because yeah. it, it really comes down to what are you focusing your attention on? Exactly. Which is LOA through and through and through. Right. That makes total sense. So, uh, I don't know if that's answered it, but yeah, they're no, very real. a good answer. Mm. Yeah, I think I think you did a nice job. Absolutely, may not have been the answer I would have given, but that's the whole point. I wanted to find out what you guys would actually give, mm, and that yeah. was good. That was good. I mean, so, I'm, I'm one of those. I'm one of those many people in the UK who's this is not in my world, and I <laughs> probably would have done that as a yeah, I don't believe it, but you know, Louis credible, <laughs> and oh yeah, thank that's, you. That's, <laughs> that, that's one hell of an experience. But to me, I mean, my answer would have been it's your fears because you know it's not my world and i would have said that that's your fears that's your manifestation that's something maybe subconsciously that is coming in but ultimately it's down to yourself but that's really interesting to have that viewpoint 
because mm-hmm. it's just like you say, it's just never been on my radar. Radar. Mm-hmm. And not being on your radar is very unlikely. All this program and this experience of mine will will actually be opening you up more to these kind of experiences because you've now, um, you know, Ab- Abram Hicks was saying, you know, if you go to a horror movie, you don't really think it's going to happen to you. But if you're walking home with a friend and they say, you know what, that happened to me. I had a poltergeist in my house and the doors were opening and the spoons were flying around the room. And and then you start saying, oh, well, you know, um, maybe it's mm-hmm. true, <laughs> you know, and then the active vibration starts within you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, now if this, if this, as I say, I've never had, um, a nightmare for, I don't know how many years, <laughs> 20, 30 years. I don't know. But, you know, these things don't happen to me anymore. I, I would, you know, I'm not going to, to say, you know, let somebody attack me because I can defend myself because it's fairly true, but you know, that's just activating that vibration. I don't want to do anything stupid like that. Sure. So, but I'm pretty confident that, um, I can deal with almost anything that's, that is thrown from an attack, non-physical attack to me. But, you know, as I say, if somebody's stronger, a lot stronger, you, you can have, a, you can have a battle. But again, your personal space, you control to a very high level once you become more and more aware. I think it's really important to remember, too, that it doesn't really matter how powerful somebody else is. What matters is, in the context of what you're talking about, what matters is if somebody else is very powerful and you don't allow yourself to be as powerful as you are. Because we're all extraordinarily powerful. And I think that even the most powerful people on this planet, in terms of what they're able to actually do, still don't even begin to understand how powerful they are. That's just part of being human. We have this I, I limited mental capacity, but but that doesn't mean that we have a limited energy capacity. Our energy capacity is unlimited because we have that internal connection to source, and we're part of source, and source is the power. It is where all the power comes from. So, you know, of course we have unlimited power. It's just a question of how much of it are we actually going to be using. It really comes down to that. Um, so I, to me, the biggest uh, lesson of interest in the story that you told is to show that for those who do focus their attention on this stuff, they can make it real. Yeah. It's not that they're going to talk themselves into it and they start believing that it's true and therefore they're going to make their lives miserable. It kind of skips an important step. They're actually making it real. Mm. So I'm not saying that such forces don't exist. I'm simply saying are you sure that you want to focus on them? Are you sure you want to go down that path? Are you sure you want to create them? Because that's the great beauty. That's To me, that's the great lesson of life, especially the current lives that we're all living here on Earth in this time period, which is we get to choose. We get to choose all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Even when we're not choosing, we still get to choose. <laughs> the choice is unlimited, it is continuous, it never stops, and it's always in flux with what our latest thought, feeling, attention, fill in the blank is. So can so, you create Can you create all this really terrifying stuff? Yeah, just go to the movies, look how much has already been created. And that's just what was imagined. Not even That isn't even the stuff that's totally manifested yet. But look at the stuff that's actually manifesting in the real world that people get all freaked out about. Yeah, guess what? 
people are really powerful. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fascinating thing to me is I, I analyzed this on numerous occasions. What was I doing to become vulnerable to the attack? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I couldn't really see anything clearly. I was starting on a spiritual path. I was strongly and good. I was, and, and you can't. You just couldn't sometimes see you just what you, you just can't. And that is a very interesting thing. The other thing that, of course, I studied was the occult. Now, the occult, as I mentioned very briefly before, <clears throat> there's three things you can well, let, let, let's say the occult understands the law of attraction well, and the occult says this, that, um, whatever you want is the whole of the law. Mm -hmm. So there is no limitation or restriction about it at all. Now, that is, that is why the occult is um, hated and disliked and not respected by religions and all other people is because they literally say, um, you know, you can have anything you want. It's the whole of the law. Mm. All right. So if I want to manipulate you or do anything to you, it's fair game. You know, that is, a cult, and that is why it is not liked so much. So mm. <clears throat> once you get that, you start understanding that, wow, you know, I mean, give you an example. When I was at boarding school, I know I brought this one up before, not boarding school, when I was at um, university, ha, 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 accommodation, the, there was one guy in there, Willem, he, he was very much into his black magic, and the girls used to come to him and say, oh, I want so-and-so to fall in love with me. So... He said, do you really want that? I said, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, I love him, I love him. He says, do you really want that? He says, yeah. He says, okay, you know, give me some money and we'll sit down and we'll do the ritual. <laughs> and this guy fell totally for him, totally. Followed her around like a lamb, you know, absolutely besotted. And came back a week later, get rid of this guy! <laughs> <laughs> Make it stop! <laughs> he said, I told you, there's a consequence. <laughs> um, so so he, he manipulated the vibration between two people to create the attraction. And he knew exactly how to do that. He explained to me in great detail. Um, he, he had the ability to go into a crystal cave next to a stream in his imagination and cut out all sound and sit there. And in his domain, his, his, his um, crystal cave, his soundless crystal cave, he could create forces and, and manipulate things like I've never heard. I mean, the guy was a nice guy and I loved him to bits. <laughs> <laughs> But he had an awesome ability to understand the occult. Um, and you get guys like that, you know, it's just a fascination for them. How much can I manipulate? How much can I do? Let me practice. Let me see. Who's going to stop me? Nobody. <laughs> so um, I, I often wonder if I was that black magician who attacked me and then the source energy went flowing through me and wiped him away. I wonder what he thought about that. I just really sitting there chuckling. <laughs> the guy thought about this. Um, but 
you know, there's there's so many dimensions to it. You, you need to understand that what we understand for LOA is that we do it for ourselves. I can have anything I want as long as I'm not trying to manipulate anybody else around me. You know, I want a girlfriend or I want a boyfriend, but well, I'm not going to say somebody specifically. Let, 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 let's, let's go there. I mean, you actually can manipulate people around you. The question is, is it a good idea? Well, you know, as soon as you manipulate, what happens is um, it's not of their own free will, and then they can change their mind and just change it. Exactly. So it doesn't necessarily story, last. It doesn't your, last. Your story was a perfect example of that. Yeah. When you got attacked by that dark spirit and you blew it away with source energy. In other words, whoever cast that, in order to succeed in manipulating you, had to have your cooperation, and you ultimately chose not to give it. You hmm. chose to not cooperate with the environment that they were creating, and you, so you called on source energy, and it just wiped it out. And th which is the point that I always make with anybody who, who's trying to understand this. You, the only way you can manipulate somebody else is with their cooperation. If you have their cooperation, yeah, absolutely you can manipulate them. No mm -hmm. doubt about it. But the moment you lose their cooperation is the moment you can't do it anymore. Yeah. And you have to understand that that's the limit. The, the, that's an important thing to understand how to protect yourself. If not only to yes, it is yeah. important for for protecting yourself. Mm -hmm. It's also un important for understanding how far you can really go. I mean, you made the point that this guy could could do whatever he wanted without consequence, but that's not true. There's always a consequence anytime says somebody else that you're trying to manipulate says no. The consequence is it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It stops working. Amory's sitting there a little bit shell shocked. <laughs> no, I want. I, 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 Just looking at that face. I don't, I don't want to get asleep tonight. No. <laughs> We've just told you how to protect yourself, Emory. <laughs> There's not enough salt in the house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I've got a question because I'm intrigued when you said um like you're intrigued to know what the guy who put that energy onto you what they mm. felt when you wished it away mm. what do you think that energy was is it part of them is it something separate what is that energy and how would they feel so so let's talk from Abram Hicks perspective Abram Hicks says when you die two kind of things happen one is the accumulation of who you were and believed you were to be that lifetime floats around the place and never gets destroyed, all those memories and experiences. Okay. And that would be a call to ghost. But all, all the things that you've expanded to, the pure positive energy part of you, all the things you've expanded to and the pure part, that goes to source energy or it already is source energy. You're never separate from it. So re-emerge into non-physical words they use, but you don't really re-emerge because you're already non-physical. You're actually you're non-physical and physical at the moment in one, which a lot of people don't really get. Um, yeah. So all it is is the 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 physical part and and all your experiences wandering off to be a kind of a ghost, and then you got the pure positive energy side. Now that pure positive energy is the reason you came here as far as Abrams is. So we come here to expand. Well, source energy wants to expand, so it comes and plays in the contrasting universe. So 
you get this pure positive energy which is out there. And this pure positive energy, this non-physical energy, is the energy that creates worlds. It is that powerful. All the universes, yeah. all the stars, all the everything out there, the whole planet, all all the different animals, all the different humans, source energy has created all of that. So that's how powerful source energy is. Yeah. It's the power that creates worlds is the way Abraham Hicks puts it, and I like it. Um, <clears throat> so you've got this pure positive energy that creates worlds, which is part of you. And as soon as you open yourself up to it, you have transcendental experiences. You have all these myriad of, of spiritual experiences that have been talked about over centuries. Um, so you're tapping into that source energy, that non-physical energy. The, the reason why it came through so powerfully for me was obviously that the, the force on me was very powerful and it needed to be blown away. So it came in with that power. Now, the thing that interested me about the experience most of all was that I was more scared of the pure positive energy. That was powerful. I promise you, you have no <laughs> idea um, how powerful source energy. I mean, if it can create worlds, you can just have a vague glimpse of how powerful it can be. Mm. Um, so you have, you have the ability to tap into that, you know, desperate, Times create desperate measures, which create incredible experiences. So it's kind of like a, um, it's the way it works. You know, LOA works best when you're really in a bad situation and you need to pick up that car to pull out your kid. You know, suddenly you've got all the strength yeah. to do it, you know. So yeah. um, that's what I was. I was in one of those times where I desperately needed some help. And that's what happens. Mm-hmm. You summoned it, it came, boom, it was done. Doesn't and mean it was a fun experience, think... by the way. I missed that says... I, I said, doesn't mean it was a fun experience. It may have been, it may not have been, but hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, Emery, what were you saying? No, I was just going to ask, how do you, do you feel after? Did you feel like, you know, when you go through a really um, bad situation, and you live in a fear and then you come through the other side and you just feel that little bit stronger. How did you feel afterwards? Did you feel any different? The big thing for me was I've never had anything like this ever happen to me before. And it was confusion. Mm. What happened? I spent years analyzing it to be able to present it the way I have on the show today. But yeah. um, I didn't understand what had happened to me. Only The only time some part of the puzzle started to fit in was when a Nigerian at a seminar said to me, oh, that's the standard, standard way that the witch doctors attack people to kill them. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then parts of the puzzle started to fill in, but I still don't know who did it to me, or, you know, or who paid to have it done to me. I um, still have no idea, but... <clears throat> And ultimately, it doesn't really matter whether you had whether you knew that information. No, but to answer your question, um, it was confusion. I was really didn't know what happened to me. I was sitting there, I didn't know who to t- tell it to or what to explain or how to. You know, it was just confusion. It was just confusion. And it is confusing. Wow. Mm. When something like that, and it doesn't matter. I mean, that was a particularly extreme example. But anytime something happens that is way out of the norm. It can scare you, and it is very confusing. Mm. I'll give you an example that is completely unrelated, I'm pretty sure. Although, well, maybe not completely unrelated, because everything's connected in one way or another. But uh, I remember waking up in the middle of the night one time after I felt 
a face, what I would describe as a spiritual face, come in really close to my nose and say, hello, scared the daylights out of me. <laughs> I sat up in bed and said, what the hell was that? <laughs> and my wife says, what? I said, what the hell was that? And then I realized that I was awake. <laughs> I've had that. I had that wall and I hyperventilated. It freaked me out. <laughs> but I, I've had somebody I've, once, one, twice say my name, Louis. Mm. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> it, it reminds me of Meet Joe Black movie. I don't know if you remember. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a few years back. So highly recommend anybody watch that movie. It's probably my prime movie. I even bought it. But, I, I, um, I also highly recommend that you do some meditating, get yourself into a high vibe state before you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can be so, enjoyable, but make sure you're in the right place. So Anthony Hopkins gets visited by the angel of death and says, I'm going to come take you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he has this voice in his head. Yes. Yes. He says, what, 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 who's speaking to me? What's the, what do you mean by yes? He says, you know what the question is. <laughs> yes. You're about to die. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to take you. And yes, I'm the angel of death. But, um, but it's a brilliant movie because, oh, uh, you laugh and cry and, you know, get, get, get some tissues. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. But I had an experience once where I was asleep and then I kind of woke up. I was in that kind of middle sleep and I couldn't move either. And I could hear some noise, almost like talking, but wasn't anything that I recognized. Mm -hmm. And then I felt paralyzed and then I fell back to sleep. And then when I woke up, I just felt pure love. Mm -hmm. that, I've always wondered what that was as well. So this is quite interesting to know all these other things going on. You see, the non-physical is often perceived to be love uh, or spiritual or source energy, etc. But love is so indefinable. But if you look at Abram Hicks's emotional guidance scale right at the top is clarity, was it? Mm. Well, love is up there too. Yeah. Love, it's actually yeah. six items. It's love, clarity, knowledge, appreciation. Uh, what are the other two? I don't remember what the other two are. So, so you tapped into the love aspect of source energy. Uh, often I'm tapping into clarity aspect of source energy. Um, mm. everybody's tapping into their own unique dimension of source energy because of their affinity what they really want. So um, understanding that really helps people um, connect with source energy in a more personalized way, which is very important. It's very important. It's also important, I think, to understand why it is that some of these things, these experiences, these energies feel so bad to us and others feel so good to us. There are a number of ways to explain that, but I think there are two primary factors involved, and Louis will probably correct me, but that's okay. That's why he's here. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one is, if it feels good, it's, it's, a, it's a high vibe feeling. If it doesn't feel good, it's a low vibe feeling. I don't care what it is. If it's mm. a black figure sitting on top of your chest and trying to kill you, it's a low vibe feeling. Mm. It's not, that, you're not going to get that out of high vibration. Not going to happen. Then the other factor, of course, is do you like it or do you not like it? Because people, there are some things that people like that are not high vibe. <clears throat> well, it could be high vibe to them. 
Yeah. Or a higher vibe to them. A higher vibe. Yes, I'd buy into that. Yes. Exactly. Because if you need a depression and you're experiencing revenge, it's um, so much relief and release there. That, that would be pleasant for you. I do have an interesting question, though, and I don't think I think I know what the answer is. I'm curious to know what your take is on Louis. Is it possible for someone to like something that's lower vibe than something that they dislike? And I think the answer to that is no. But I'm curious to know what you think about that. Contrast is so important here now. Uh, something that's a lower vibe. And a higher vibe is all relative, even from one hour to another or from right. one second to another. So um, you'd need to take the full context of an individual at any moment in time to be able to come to an accurate answer or anything like that. To be able to <laughs> see is it really lower or higher from where they are at that moment in time mm. and then make some judgment call. And the only person you can do that with is yourself. True. <laughs> And at any moment in time, and then you will find your own answer and you will know. Which basically doesn't answer the question, but it does it beautifully. (laughs) (laughs) I am a guru now. (laughs) (laughs) And now you know why I don't like gurus. (laughs) I've just hit guru status. That's what they do best, isn't it? <laughs> yes, this is LOA Today, the game, similar to Dungeons and Dragons, and he just scored a thousand guru points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> I mean, we're making fun and we're having fun, which is really the most important thing as we do the show, but this is a, a serious topic to many people around the world. It's, it's a serious topic, and it, it's a topic that I think creates a lot of confusion which was one reason I wanted to bring it up today to discuss. Um, it confuses people, particularly when they hear about things like the law of attraction. And, and not just people who are you know, living in Nigeria. There, you know, there are going to be a lot of people around the world in, in various cultures, various religions, various contexts of, of all sorts that are going to find it confusing for different reasons and mm. will perhaps even reject it for those same same different reasons? Is that a phrase? Yeah, I guess it is. I just used it. <laughs> but they're going, to, they're going to find there's going to be the similarity that, that despite they all have their different reasons, their, their reasons are going to be this doesn't jive with what I believe my experience is, has been, and will continue to be. So I, I think that's what makes it an interesting topic. Well, this is what I love about the world is everybody sees things slightly differently and mm. All, all people's different <clears throat> viewpoints is is what I love. You know, if somebody disagrees with me, I'm almost happier than if they agree with me, as long as they're not disagreeing just for disagreement reasons, you know, just to be disagreeable. Well, they may um, like that. Sorry? They may like that. They, they may like that. That's fine. But I don't gel well, you with don't. it. So I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't go with it. You know, I just ignore those kind of people completely. Exactly. But I rarely ever have them. But... You know, there's a guy in the sauna the other day. Oh, I went back to the sauna. Um, <clears throat> he um, he was really confused about how the law of attraction, all the rest of it worked. So I went through all the steps and all the rest of it, broke down his life, his experiences, and how it all fitted in. And he was saying to the woman who came in there, you know, this guy is brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. You should listen to him. I was like, wow. <laughs> and... Uh, 
you know, you, when, when people are, give you a bit of their life story and how things have worked out, I said, you know, if he said, I wish I knew this when I had my problem. And I said, you weren't ready then. If you had come in here, then you probably would have just poo-pooed me off as some, some idiot spouting some rubbish in the sauna. <laughs> so um, now you've got to that place where you're ready to absorb the whole process and understand the benefit of of the negative experience and understand it wasn't negative, but it was an expansion point for you to get to the place of understanding what I'm saying and start implementing it in your life. You know, you can just see the light bulbs going on everywhere. It was just so enjoyable. <laughs> and it wasn't just brain synapses snapping. It was actual real light bulbs, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you can see them. You can see them. <laughs> the whole aura goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, when I started like learning more about this, then I had that exact same thing. I can look at all the like the awful things that have happened or mm-hmm. perceived bad things, but actually I can picture them going, well, that was, but that led to that, and then that led yeah. to that, and then that led yeah. to that. And it's actually, and then it doesn't seem so bad, does it? Because you look back and go, yeah, I learned from that, and it put me there, and it put me where I needed to be and where I wanted to be. So it was just, it was just a nudge. It wasn't. Do you see how difficult it is to become depressed now with that understanding? <laughs> do you? Can well, you see yes, how that can rip that you out of depression like that? Mm-hmm. Because, it oh, it's, it's helping me. It's expanding me. Oh, then it's not so bad anymore. And that's what I try and sort of focus on when I do feel a bit like down in the dumps or and something's going on. I'm just like, well, where's this going to bring me? What am I going to learn from this? And I do find it quite intriguing. It's like a little mystery tour. The magical mystery tour. (laughs) Take me away. Um, Hello, Jeffrey and Marissa, by the way. (laughs) I see Marissa also had one of these experiences. She says, I was confused when that happened to me. Uh, She thought she had a seizure. Yeah. Okay. Well, it would be interesting, Marissa, to know if it was also an attack similar to mine or or, or if you could just elaborate on how you experienced that attack or if you perceive it to be. That would be curious. And what did you do about it? Did you do anything about it? Yeah, that's another thing. I keep on wondering what would have happened if I just sat there long enough and just froze and, and, and wondered what. What, you know, eventually something would happen. You know, I don't think I'd die, but, you know, maybe eventually they'd get tired of holding me there and I'd be released. I don't know. You know, I just don't know. That's the thing. You've just said you don't think you'd die, so you probably wouldn't have died. Yeah. 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 Um, and I didn't feel at any moment there that I was going to be died. There was a, a very sticky, yucky, um, texture or feeling to the force on my chest it was it was very you know (laughs) just not pleasant at all um nice adjective by the way yeah (laughs) 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 um perhaps it's an adverb i'm not sure which but that's okay (laughs) but I, i i really wish people would have the level of confidence I have in all these different areas. Hi, Stacey. Hey, um, Stacey, how you doing? Hi, Stacey. Um, so, yeah, that's why I like talking and, and explaining and, and giving out the bits and pieces of the puzzle so people can start putting it together for themselves and have mm. their own solution to it all. 
um, that that's to me more important than them taking what I say verbatim and running with it. But <clears throat> because everybody does just chew it and spit it out the way where they're coming from, you know. Especially Walt, he's very clear about what he believes and what he doesn't, and I love that. <laughs> I really like that, and I line. appreciate it. No, <laughs> <laughs> and he's grown clearer and clearer as the years have gone by, which I love as well. But that comes directly from learning from other people. Absolutely. That, that, that's been my, my method from day one. What can I learn from whoever I'm talking to today? And you, you learn from enough people and you get the input from those people often enough. You, you start to just kind of take it on board. It becomes mm -hmm. part of your own thought yeah. process, particularly the, 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 the aspects that you like a lot that resonate with you. And, and the more that you come on board, the more certain you become, the more certain you become, the more clear you become, the more clear you become, the more you, you express yourself with certainty. I mean, it, it one leads mm. to the other. Mm. It's, it's the result. That's the universal law of attraction, isn't That's it? That's it, right there. Yeah, explain yeah. very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to be clear about it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Coach Stacy is in the, in the live stream. She's, she's brilliant at that kind of clarity. I love the way she does it. She, she does it completely differently uh. from any, the way any of the three of us do it. She mm -hmm. does it with humor. She does. I mean, we do it. With is Stacy a co-host? Uh, she's one of the coaches of the uh, of of the Taya Bootcamp. Oh, Taya of the Taya Bootcamp. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. She's actually. I think she's actually the lead coach. She's the um, head coach. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, her her entire method is is based on who she is, what her personality is, and her personality is to just find humor in everything. Mm. Literally, she every other sentence she's laughing. And it's an extremely effective approach. I mean, I don't think she does it. I don't think she wakes up in the morning and says, Hey, I think I got to get in 25 laps today with people in order to help them out. She doesn't think of it that way. But well, if she did, it wouldn't work. <laughs> it probably wouldn't. Right. <laughs> there would be effort involved. It's just That's a natural, right, yes. <laughs> it's a natural ability of hers, which is fantastic. It is. Yeah. It's a fantastic. I mean, she has an, an amazing talent there, um, that yeah. she has learned to rely upon, but that, that makes a difference when you learn to rely on yourself that way. That's when you are demonstrating your own growth. And that's when you're demonstrating your own mastery. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. That's when it's cool. That's when it's fun. But she's also very good at like sucking that out of yourself. So you learn oh, yeah. to, she think she knows where you're going. She knows what you need to know. And she draws what she gives out of you. You kind of mirror her when you're doing it. It's a very clever talent. She mm -hmm. rocks. Mm, oh, no doubt. Stacy definitely rocks. I, I, I'm curious about one thing, Stacy. though. How do you teach the laugh to other people who want to be coaches? That's the part I haven't figured out. But beyond that, you're great. I love you. <laughs> Stacey, ju ju jump on and chat to us. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no problem. So, all right. Well, this has been an interesting uh, exploration of what you do when you're, you're, you're asking about black magic and uh, curses and so forth. Um, I, I kind of knew we would all end up where we are now, but how we get there is the fun part. And I love yeah. where we got there. I'm, I'm, I know that, uh, Amory, you were talking about how it was really outside of your experience and, and all that kind of thing. But I'm, I'm sure you've heard about it. You probably at one point or another sure. thought about you it. You watched a movie or two. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, but to be fair, I've just got Harry Potter going through my head at the moment. <laughs> 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 Yeah, as the movies progressed, they got darker and darker. <laughs> Expecto Patronus. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. Yeah, I know. But for me, I mean, I've always, with my parents, they were quite spiritual, certainly my mother, and we grew up sort of believing in things like ghosts and spirits and people coming to visit you, hmm. you know, family members and stuff. And that was that was always real for me. 
and even now with my daughter like she sees orbs in the kitchen she goes and plays with them because mm. i've taught her not it's not frightening because mm. um, i didn't want it whereas my husband will be like we've got a situation down here she's playing <laughs> with some there's some lights on her phone but you know to us it's not scary that was was our normal norm but again a lot of people were freaked out by that and we have a problem <laughs> exactly but it's so it makes perfect sense to me in the fact that it's what you know um and what you're brought up with because that's what i was brought up with i know a lot of people that just think i'm crazy in the mm. fact that what i believe and what i perceive that i've seen in the past so i don't doubt that in other cultures that dark energy and the witch doctors is very real to them Do you but i think if I was to research it, yeah, I probably would. <laughs> mm, good answer. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm reassured by the salt and the light. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm coming very I'm aware of the fact that if I do feel any fear, that I nip it in the bud there and then, or I explore it, or whatever that emotion is for me that I don't want to experience. I'm, I'm very aware of that now, so that would hopefully kick in me. But yeah, it's not something I, I want to learn about because I think it would kind of scare me a bit. But I would, I have more faith in my ability. So well, especially since think, you went through diet boot camp. I mean, Taya taught you a lot about how to overcome sure. stuff like that. And that's, um, yeah, that's pretty much where my, my learning has come. And yeah. that's why I'm expanding over the last year. I mean, somebody would send a, an evil spirit to you and you'd be detuning it within five seconds. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got children. They, they can't match those. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> <laughs> See, Louis gets this dark energy. I just get a six-year-old staring at me when I wake up in the middle of the night. It's much the same thing in my head. <laughs> They jump on your chest and push you down. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. It is. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't have that experience. I just have a cat that jumps up and looks at my eyes saying, well, when are you going to wake up? Come on. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean it's Lickly. only four o'clock? <laughs> but then I had a cat who used to do that. She used to like, sleep with me and jump on the bed. And then the day after she died, I still felt that. I still felt her jump mm -hmm. on the bed and snuggle into my neck. So it's, you know, again, and that was just my belief that, yeah, she's past, she's going to come and visit me. And there she was, she jumped in and snuggled in. It was lovely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the beauty of belief, though. I mean, we can yeah. truly believe anything we want to believe. And it's mm. a wonderful tool. Mm. We don't have to be it's afraid amazing. of it. We, we can actually get excited about it and say, oh, let's, what should we believe today? And that, that's what this show is all about, isn't it? It's what do you mm. believe? What do you want to believe in? And what do you want to create? Thoughts great. And also, things. I always bring this up again and again. I brought it up today. I was teaching some of the gamers the law of attraction. He's wanting to start a business and all the rest of it. <clears throat> and uh, we use Discord to, to chat to each other while we're playing. And uh, I mm. explained the law of attraction and everything. And he was really into how, how to manifest what he wanted. Mm -hmm. And first I had to spend quite a bit of time pointing out he was focusing on what he didn't want. <laughs> he was focusing on well, all the flaws. All and, that, yeah, I mean, yeah. How many, how many people but, but the level of awareness of that, that was oh, yeah, the, sure. the, the, 
the the challenge for the guy he didn't realize how much he was spending yeah. focusing on on all the pitfalls and the lack of money and resources and time yes. and <clears throat> so if time's a problem, stop playing this game. But um <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm doing because I have fun. <clears throat> and I and I really, really love it when these guys get really pissed off. You idiot, you shouldn't have done that. Rah, 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 rah. And I said, um let, let's see if I've got this right. So do do you think our team's gonna work better and get better scores if you criticize somebody or if you praise them? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's going, <laughs> you just hear the silence at the end of the mics. It's just end of, it just ends at every time. <laughs> well, well, that's because which school did you cells, go to? <laughs> you have brain cells that are melting on the spot, and they don't yeah. know what to do with the puddle. <laughs> yeah. It's rather disconcerting, um, really, to have your brain cells melting on the floor, you know. And And then you've got the people who come on who continuously swear. <laughs> I continuously <laughs> the bitch um, and all the other words <laughs> F and this and F and that um, and, and then and I keep on encouraging them yeah wouldn't it be nice if you knew a few more words <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should swallow a dictionary <laughs> ooh yeah <laughs> they're used to me now so I don't get too much as <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, really, it's not necessary to to do that all the time, but you you must understand it for what it is. What it is is it's it's expressing yourself, and there are numerous ways of doing that, not just two. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I often go... Mm, no, because <laughs> I'm frustrated with myself. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not frustrated with others. This is the thing that I'm trying to get across the whole time in the gaming. I get mm. frustrated with my inability to react fast enough or whatever, whatever. But I'm not saying you idiot. You shouldn't have done that. You can't. You mustn't. In your, you be you're not projecting. <laughs> yeah, um, but I am getting. Rid of frustration and, and all the rest of it. And mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always saying to the guys, I don't want to play. I don't want to play to win. I don't want to play people who, who are, um, I don't want to win all the time. I'm saying if well, I tell. play, if, if I play players that are better than me, then I can learn. Mm-hmm. So I prefer to play players that, that beat me. And they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, only- and only had so many defeats before you defeated yourself. The other's truth in that. <laughs> there is. It also shows exactly where people put their attention. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm always encouraging them to, you know, let's play each other in different groups because we're all very good. So let's four on each side, and then we've got good players playing good players um, instead of going out there and just trashing these guys all the time because it's just boring. You know, as Abram mm-hmm. says, you know, if you always win every tennis tournament, you're not going to want to play tennis anymore. That's true. Which is what often happens. I'm reminded of the story that you told one time, and I don't even remember what the topic was. It had something to do with learning how to be a manifester, but you told the story about, uh, I think it was a young woman, early 20s, and and she mastered the law of attraction to the point where she made a fortune and then she died. Mm. Do you remember that story? 
Vaguely, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it was a really good point because basically she was done. It's like, okay, I've learned everything I, I yeah. plan to learn in this life. Move on, next. <clears throat> Which is not the way we normally think about death, but nevertheless. Yeah. And this is one of the reasons why the, the big question which I've always asked is why do we come into this life not knowing who we were before or what non-physical is like and all the rest of it? Mm. It's if they didn't give us that clean slate <clears throat> and they gave us all that knowledge, we would just be perfect manifestors and we'd be up bored very quickly. <laughs> so, you know, you need to get to that level of appreciation that you're not going to be given some of the answers. <laughs> Because um, you're very, you, it'll give you too much power. If you've got all the answers to have instant manifestation of everything all the time, then it's just not worth your while anymore. Perhaps. I, I think there's a, a, a misconception in there, and probably not the best time to bring it up with three minutes left on the program. But I think the misconception is that once you know how it all works, you've mastered everything. It's not necessarily true. Mm. I mean, you can mm. understand the theory of how all this stuff works and not have not have mastered most of it yet because you're yeah. still trying to learn about yourself. You're trying to, sure. you know, identify where you're going <laughs> in the direction you want to, where you're not going in the direction you want to, how you got there, what it is that you're doing that you can shift. You know, there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's, it's basically learning how to drive the damn car. You know, mm. it's one thing to know the theory of the car. The other thing to actually get behind the wheel of it. <laughs> It's just not the same thing at all. If yeah, it was, exactly all, you have to, all you'd have to do to pass a driver's test would be to read a book. Hmm. But that's not the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine what life would be like if you could just manifest gold bars anytime, anywhere. <laughs> I, I actually have to have <laughs> I both manifested and I've also imagined that. It's an interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's a story for another time. Alchemist. Oh, by the way, we have a, a guest coming to join us next week. Oh, Monday, next Monday, yeah. And I, I don't have, uh, unfortunately, I don't have all the information right here, but she's somebody I met through, uh, the Law of Attraction World Summit that Selena Dorsey put on. I uh, met her at an, at an after meeting thing and she's really interesting. She's into cryptocurrency and she's going to come out of the show and not ah. to talk about that so much, but to talk about her own experiences of building up her own business and so forth. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Hmm. Something to look forward to next week. But in the meantime, I will thank you guys for this week because this week was a lot of fun. And uh, it was a good topic. It was a nice expansionary thing to discuss. So thank you guys very much. Um, let's see what's coming up on this week. Oh, Thursday, we have an, oh yeah, we have another interesting guest coming up on Thursday. Her name is, um, uh, oh sure, just draw a blank wall. Kelly, Kelly Coulter. She's also a marketer. And uh, these are people who are actually going to be involved in a, uh, a summit that I'm putting together for January. So that's why they're coming onto the show now, so we can kind of get to know them. Um, but it's going to be a really interesting conversation, so you want to be part of that one, too. So thank you guys very much. Thank you, live streamers. Thank you to podcast listeners everywhere. And we will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, everyone.